Adam Post. <laughs> oh man, well we made it here. Yeah, happy Thursday, uh, Thursday. Hope everyone is uh, having a fine afternoon. Man, I almost didn't make it to the 4.30 cutoff there. It was a close one. Woo. Oof, you, you and me both, man. Damn. All right. Well, how are you doing today, Mike? How are things in the Chi-Town, the Chicagoland area? Very good. Pretty good. Spent all day doing grease traps. Not a bad day. Grease uh, trap day. Oh, well, good. You know, it's 90-something degrees here uh, in Denver. We got this late, super uh, heat dome summer going on. Uh, mm, we're, we're getting the day. summer that everybody else had during summer, which is kind of neat. You know, they... They chemtrailed us during June and May, and now we get summer. Mm, I like that. Yeah, it's kind of nice. You should, you should come here, man. We got beautiful. Couldn't be more perfect. Well, they're messing with the weather everywhere else. That's why, right? Mm. So you guys. Maybe are... it's because everybody left Chicago. They're trying to draw them back. I think that's what's going on. Yeah, so they're messing the weather. They're getting floods in uh, California, right? That's what they've been getting all year. They got hurricanes now. And Florida, I rolled up into my driveway, and my neighbor commented how, you know, it sure is hot here, but we really don't have much to complain about compared to Florida. And I thought, you know, you are right. You are correct, sir. Florida's... What's going on in Florida? Oh, the heat? No, they got the hurricanes. Oh, the hurricane. All right. Well, they're used to it. See, everybody talks... You called it, man. Uh, you know, it was heat wave, right? We couldn't escape the heat dome uh, throughout the country except Colorado. <laughs> And then I noticed, I, now I noticed it's loving these domes. Yeah, which makes you wonder when are we gonna get biodome? Yeah, good call. We need I'm a, ready for it. We need like a real life biodome, man. Oh, I thought you were talking about like doing a reboot with all chicks. <laughs> we could do the reboot. You know they'll do it with all the chicks, just like Bill and Ted and uh, <laughs> everything else that they've been redoing with chicks, uh, Ghostbusters. But, uh, no, dude, the real, like, biodome, isn't that kind of what they're supposed to be uh, planning on doing on Mars? Yeah, they're already, like, practicing in the Arizona desert or some shit somewhere around there. No, that's where they're filming their moon scenes for when we land there later. (laughs) Got it all backwards. (laughs) Or or the fake uh, Mars landing. Dude, I uh, have seen a lot of evidence to suggest a lot of the footage of the astronauts allegedly on the International Space Station or even on the space shuttle were filmed underwater, and you can see a lot of blue screen glitches with, like, people on hanging devices and, you know, fading in and out of the screen. Hmm. Yeah. They could be faking the whole space mission, dude, and filming it here on Earth. Maybe they went up there, saw that it was flat, Realized it was all a lie. <laughs> I know. Yeah, what a... I guess that would be kind of a bummer, right? I don't know, like, sp- spherical Earth is kind of more spectacular than flat Earth, in my opinion. Well, maybe you go up, you realize it's flat, and then obviously, next next question, what's on the other side? So you you keep trying to go, but every time you think you're about to cross the horizon, you just end up back on the other side. Because it is a simulation. Wow. Yeah, you uh, like the simulation theory. <laughs> you, are, you are simulation man through and through. It's fantastic. You know, I, and I dig that. That's a pretty cool idea. I imagine if there's a bottom, that's got to be what hell is, right? The fire and brimstone? <laughs> 
maybe. See, flat Earth just doesn't. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't pass yeah, oh, the no, sniff it's... test. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no. <laughs> Real up, dumb theory. It's up there with Q. I just there's too much for me to grasp there. There's too many loops and you know double standards, and I, I just uh, I, I gotta jump out right away. Well, you you you're relying on twelve other conspiracies to be true for that to be. You know what I mean? Like it's come on. For what, Q or Flat Earth or both? Both. <laughs> Q is like the flatter theory of the political spectrum. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say, let's put this in a, in a way that uh, Camilla Harris can understand. There was a Venn diagram of uh, Q supporters, <laughs> Q That's followers, right. and Flat Earthers. It's probably as close as a circle as you could get in the Venn diagram r- world. You know, did you see Kamala? She was all over the, you know, Associated Press and CNN. They had all these pictures of her looking really serious, talking about Jan 6th and the consequences it's going to have for Trump or whatever. And uh, the, the AP did like a huge, big interview with Kamala, and it was on their front page on, the inter- on their uh, website yesterday, maybe. And... I hit the refresh about an hour later, and it was already down to the bottom of the politics section. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even on. it. Nobody wanted to touch that thing, man. <laughs> and then CNN like sort of ran a mini thing about the Associated Press interview, and that too was kind of towards the bottom. It really they you know they got no traction, and uh, she's she's gunning, dude. I think they're gonna they're gonna take out Joe and bring in the camel really feeling that way i don't know dude no i've been hearing i don't know from the from the left people on the left they're saying they want i don't know they're hoping they could use the camel to fill uh feinstein's spot yeah i still don't get that one but i'll, I'll let them roll with it <laughs> it's a weird and uh the, weird idea and, the, and then put uh newsome in yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, it's just, uh, I ultimately, I think uh, Uncle Sleepy Joe, Uncle Joe? Sleepy Joe. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Joe kind of fits him, actually. Sleepy Joe, I believe, is probably on the outs because of this whole Hunter Biden uh, scenario. They It was all over the news today how Hunter uh, is going to get indicted, man. Did you see that? Yeah, I know, but the, the problem is she's supposed to be next in line. That's why you picked her, right? And well, yeah. The, pro- the problem they have is they can't just brush aside a black female for a white man. Not after you guys made this big stink of hiring her because black females are the best. It's true. You were very correct. And she checked all the boxes. <laughs> She's still checking those boxes. Can I <laughs> forget about those boxes, man? You can't uncheck them. Uh, well, she was uh, really uh, beating the drums on J6. The January 6th debacle, insurrection, and uh, you did, did you have a clip on J6 versus Black Lives Matter? So it's just kind of like, so like, this has kind of been like, you know, you could tell where somebody stands on the political aisle over the past week, because a lot of people, like people I never even thought were like paid any attention to politics, were like, dude, did you hear about this guy? He got 22 years, and he wasn't even at January 6th. Not <laughs> even there. It's so crazy. I, it, 
blows my mind that that's not the headline. Like, guy not even present at Jan 6 gets 22 years in prison. And I, I, you know, I didn't check. I forgot to double check. I think those other two guys weren't there either. I believe they were there, but they weren't dudes who entered the Capitol. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's what it is. They didn't even enter the Capitol. I'm almost certain Ray Epps got closer to the Capitol building than anyone indicted and going to prison. And they they got 17 years, 15 years. And then the guy, dude, the, like the look on this one guy's face, like he's just like, did you hear about Tor? He's a, and I found out, like it obviously led into a bigger conversation. Found out he voted for Joe Biden. Everything I thought about him was true. This might have been the red pill for him. And he just heard it briefly on the news. And he, the way he said it was like, dude, I, I was even like cheering when I heard the news. I mean, the way they said it, everybody was like, it was like a, a cheerful moment, you know? Yeah. And then when they said he wasn't even there, like he's like, alarm started going off. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I uh, can't get over the fact that he wasn't there. I think that this is a total injustice. And I rarely use that word, but uh, it, it interests me that a lot of people on the left saw this and were programmed, or so legacy media believed them to be programmed, to be celebratory and be happy and joyful that they just sentenced a man who did absolutely nothing on January 6th. He wasn't even there wasn't in he? the city, not even there, in his hotel room. And then the other two leaders, so-called, they weren't even, they didn't even storm the Capitol. It's like, what did they really do? You know what I mean? And, it, and it's so obvious. Even some of your supporters are noticing it. Like, wait a minute. It's kind of gross that we're cheering this guy getting 22 years. You know, what happens? I think if you're smart enough, you could think to your, you could put yourself in that person's shoes and be like, what happens if they turn this system on me? Yes. Right? And, the, and for anybody out there, I'm glad we're doing this early in the show because I really want our mom to hear this one. This is for you, mom. If for you, the, for those of you who think I'm crazy when I tell them, you know, forget about BLM and January 6th. It's about them weaponizing the justice system. You know, that's the scariest part here. Listen to this and tell me if you hear a bias in who and how Democrats and Republicans are getting treated. Do we know how the American people feel about these sentences or more generally how J6 defendants have been treated? Well, polling by Rasmussen from about 10 months after January 6th showed that nearly half of all Americans thought J6 defendants were political prisoners. And polling from this year by Quinnipiac showed that about half the country is ready to move on from J6, finding it less significant an event than it's being portrayed. Some GOP lawmakers, too, have weighed in on this saying that defendants are being treated poorly and far more harshly than any BLM protester or rioter has been treated. Missouri Senator Josh Hawley, for example, has called out the DOJ for this disparity. One case highlighted was over a BLM protester convicted of arson to a pawn shop that resulted in the death of a 30-year-old man. The DOJ, which cited Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., argued for a lighter sentence for this man. He was sentenced to 10 years, and that's less than half of Tario's sentence. Lawmakers have also raised objections about how long some of these defendants have been held in jail without bond, awaiting their trials, arguing that their due process... Yeah, dude, they're not getting due... Some of these guys are still in jail waiting their trials. I mean, that's, that's what, two years now? Over two years you've been in jail riding away. That fucking kid in the BLM riot 
burn down a building with the man inside. Yeah, I think there were people who were run over, people were shot, there were rapes and murders that went on in Chaz, that beautiful summer of love location in Seattle. Uh, the crimes that went totally unsolved. People that never served time, or no justice no was time. served. Yeah, but this one, dude, we, got, we found the kid. We know who, imagine that's your dad sitting there in the, lick, in the pawn shop. Right. Probably trying to protect it, and he gets burned down and such, dude. Go fuck! You give him ten years, and then Tario sitting in a was hotel room, <laughs> half away. Was he even there? I know six, ten miles away. Where was this dude? Was he? I don't even think he was in D.C. Actually, <laughs> that's how cra- <laughs> that is how crazy this whole thing is with this Tario fella and any but any in the Proud Boys, the <laughs> the dudes that charged into the Capitol, like into the building, were a bunch of neckbeard retards and the the horned guy, the QAnon shaman. Oh, dude, I cut it off too early. There's like 10 more seconds, but I'll, I'll just tell you. There, there's 1,100 people that have been charged. S- only uh, 700 have been sent, or 300, 400 have been sentenced. So we're still waiting on like another 700 sentences. These are... Per- Political prisoners just rotting away in prison. I think this is how you got the man in the iron mask, if I'm not mistaken. We're eventually going to have a man in the iron mask through this whole thing. I think that's Ray Epps. It's Ray Epps, and then him and the three musketeers, they'll charge the Capitol building. Oh, wait. Damn it. No, that doesn't work. I can't do that anymore. Can't charge the Capitol building, man. Ooh, did you just notice Epps? Epstein? This is a little weird. Wow, I've uh, never connected the Epps Epstein. That's, that's kind of creepy, actually. Looks like they go. just shortened it. Well, uh, the MAGA people are, you know, in a, in a tough place right now, I guess. Uh, if you are too overtly celebratory or representative, uh, representative of the MAGA regime, then you risk the potential of being incarcerated for life, or 22 years, but that's a good chunk of a guy's life. 20? And did you hear that the DOJ argued on behalf of the guy who burned a man up to, uh, uh, who burned a man to death? They argued that he should get a lighter sentence by quoting Martin Luther King Jr. That's the best part. <laughs> Absolutely. The, we got to play the race card no matter what. All the way when it comes to anything with the Summer of Love and the BLM race riots of 2020. Yeah, I'm I'm almost positive Martin Luther King Jr. would have definitely uh, been okay with you burning down people and, you know, burning down buildings with people inside and then uh, not okay with a protest on January 6th. Yeah, well, either way, uh, MAGA is being assaulted right now. I think that's the only way we can... Say, uh, say it. No, it's, or, you know, not just mega, dude. I, they're going after Republicans, all Republicans. conservatives. Yeah, absolutely, all conservatives. Look at what Elon Musk. They made it so obvious. He stopped playing ball with those people. That's and, right, like, they're man. They're just going after him all over the place. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Yeah, well, uh, the anti-defamation <laughs> <that's> defamation league. <laughs> that's right. I was trying to think accusing of it. him of being fucking anti-Semitic. I know. Oh God. <laughs> I just see that one though. It's just I'm. I read it, I laugh my ass off, and I turn the page. Yeah, you guys have turned yourself into a joke. I cannot take that seriously at all. What uh, a cl- right. 
what a bunch of garbage to, you know, that's distraction 101 right there. Oh, yeah, we're going to make everyone talk about Elon with the lawsuit because they all stopped uh, talking about his cage match he was allegedly going to do with Zuckerberg. <laughs> and, you know, uh, Elon, you're not trending in the news. We've got to come up with something more ridiculous for people to get talking about you. Come on, man. I know what I saw today. I thought it was uh, one of the headlines on CNN was the uh, uh, people aboard the submersible, the Titanic submersible. Oh, Yes. They knew they were going to die one minute before they died, according yeah, to the record. Right. I was like, oh my god, all right, you're try- you guys are really desperate for something. Like, what is coming out tomorrow? I can't wait. Something's coming out tomorrow, because they're really trying to hide it. Oh, I uh, almost clipped it. It was a story on NBC Nightly News about a three-legged bear that broke into a kid's house and drank a couple of White Claws. <laughs> I was like, what did Hunter do? What did you guys find on Hunter this time? What, what is it with Hunter? Just because you know it's going to be a Hunter news bomb on Friday, and then Monday they're going to indict Trump in another state for something ridiculous. It's guaranteed. Guaranteed oh, at this a, point, man. There's another laptop, and Trump's <laughs> yeah. indicted in San Francisco. That's you know, right, he, dude. He touched a woman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, the E. Jean Carroll uh, thing is back, right? They're, they, e. Jean, yeah. they keep uh, cycling through stuff that we forget about, <laughs> and we're like, really? Again? Like, Dude, I couldn't on. find anything to clip, but did you hear he's already guilty in that case? Oh, so the uh, judge <laughs> said he can't even fight his case. Against the E. Jean Carroll uh, rape accusation? Yes. So now the judge has said, that's it. It's the case. So before he, before he can even say anything, his lawyers can say anything, that's it. The case is already over because the first trial, according to the judge, already said you <laughs> raped her. So <laughs> All right. now this trial, because you again said that you didn't, now this trial is just a show. We're just going to here to decide how much you owe her now on top of the first trial. Ultimately, through all of this, I hope we just get another replay of Trump calling Rosie O'Donnell a dog during the uh, presidential so debates, <laughs> debates of 2016. <laughs> That's all, I live for that moment over and over again. That's why I hope we have debates again. Like I just want to hear Trump rag on Rosie O'Donnell one last time. I couldn't clip it, though, man. I'm glad I, we're talking about this. So I did hear this great... Uh... I heard somebody talk about, they kind of compared the E. Jean Carroll to the Barack Obama Sinclair thing. Which I have a juicy clip for. I'm glad we're yeah, uh, heading in that direction. Uh, thank, thank you. And, and he kind of first totally shit on the Sinclair thing, right? You're talking about and, Obama then, did, or? Uh... No, no, this, 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 this podcast. Okay. And um, he had a lot of great points. He said the story really doesn't, his story, it kind of doesn't add up. It's kind of a lot of bullshit. It's but quite there, it, fantastical. There is, it's a little there, hard to, you know, believe. But I didn't even know this. The one real tidbit is that you had to go really deep is apparently the first time he told the story, he had said while they were doing blow in the limo and everything, Brock uh, had told him how he like confided in him that they were having marital problems. And uh, one of the things that Brock had said about Sinclair is that that was total bullshit. Him and you know him and uh, Big Mike were were great and everything. But apparently, apparently it came out in her memoir. She accidentally spilled the beans that during that period they actually were having marital troubles. So like some of his some of his like really minute but very specific details, they kind of. It's weird because nobody knew it at the time. Nobody was talking. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. But uh. 
But then he goes into, he does talk about the fact that you can prove without a doubt that him and Barack Obama were in Chicago at the same time, at this time, the date that he said, right? That's right, man. And, and just based on that, his story is way more believable than E. Jean Carroll. Wow. Just on that alone. She couldn't even give you the date. There's no way we could even prove if they were in the same store at the same time. We all just based, they literally based it on the fact that he frequented the store and so did she during those those three years that she said it might have happened. Dude, and in Trump's defense, based on his dating record, she's not his type, man. No, way too ugly, dude. Come yeah, it's the Eugene Carroll thing makes no sense. I mean, you at guys all. can't have it both ways. You guys are talking about at that time he's creeping around Miss America pageant uh, uh, changing rooms, you know, walking around pinching beautiful girls, the most beautiful girls' asses, and watching them <laughs> change, dude, banging half of them. And then at the same time, he's going to bang old horse face. He's gonna rape horse face in the changing room. Exactly, because he feels Get like it. Here. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Get the fuck out of Interesting here. Interesting take there by cross-referencing memoirs and letters. Uh, I'm reading that book about the Bush dynasty and all that stuff. And uh, in it, the guy, during the part where the, he's like connecting Bush to uh, the Kennedy assassination, uh, for years it was, it was very difficult to connect him to being in Dallas. And then all of a sudden in Barbara Bush's memoir, she put in a letter there where it details them being in Dallas the night before the assassination. Ah, uh, yeah. This is, it's, yeah. It's pretty nuts. It it's so weird. And, like, when you read it and you just uh, you put the time frames and then the fact that he supposedly jets out of Dallas then that night instead of uh, staying and then all, everything gets really convoluted and then you're crossing all these other letters. It, you know, once again... Folks, before TikTok and Twitter and the internet, you could get get away with a lot of shit, man. Like, there was a lot, a of, lot of crazy stuff you could do, and nobody knew you were doing it. She let it slip in the memoir. See what I mean, dude? That's, that's how you know that's a real conspiracy theory. It's just like 9-11. <laughs> just like these real ones, things just slip over the years. Yes, yeah. eventually somebody wants to do their little tell-all before they die, and they just happen to slip in a few letters that they think are nothing, and then just a couple key dates happen to just slip <sighs> through the cracks, man. It's fantastic, dude. That's why history is fun, you know? You can play around with it a little over time. Uh, you know, it's Well, uh, speaking of Obama and uh, his little... One night stand fiasco. I hope everybody took the time out of their day yesterday to entertain themselves with a bizarre Tucker interview with a toothless crackhead. Uh, kind of weird. Hunter? <laughs> oh, so, so, th- so, th- so this one is really, really putting the Democrats in a pickle. And I think Tucker, dude, Tucker, I, I don't know if he really did this, on per- if he knew this was going to happen, but he played this. Fucking perfect. Yes, he did. Because the because right now the Democrats can't go out there and be like, dude, you can't trust anything this fucking crackhead says. Because 
You got to trust everything Hunter says. Well, no, not only that, he looks like how Hunter looked 10 years ago before the plastic surgery and jaw redone, <laughs> like redoing. He had his entire new jaw put in. <laughs> he, looks, he, looks like, he looks like Laptop Hunter. This guy looks like Laptop Hunter. Yes, yeah, this is Laptop right. Hunter. <laughs> or Laptop Hunter, who doesn't have the same plastic surgeon, you know, connection to, uh, you know, the guy who does La- Nancy Pelosi's tits. Oh, it's, uh, it's Hunter with a different dad. That's right, yeah. Probably no dad. Uh, so either way, <laughs> this weird dude, Larry Sinclair, we've brought him up many times. I can't believe we're at the point where two years ago... I could be telling people or showing them on my phone a YouTube clip of this dude and be like, yeah, right. You know, that's a crazy conspiracy theory. You're, you're a nut job. And then now here we are, and Tucker Carlson's interviewing him, and it's going on to you know, Twitter, and millions of people are seeing it. Uh, <laughs> everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. It's, it's a <laughs> weird one. This is a really – it's just crazy, you know, if – the truth is, ever since 2020, all the conspiracy theories have come true. That's the truth. And so here we are. It's yet You could just chalk this one up on the board. Uh, and I, I'm a little skeptical as well because, the, again, it, it's hard to believe the toothless crackhead. Uh, but either I think we're about to find Larry uh, swimming in a pool. You know what I mean? He's paddleboarding. Exactly. <laughs> Off the coast of Martha, Martha's Vineyard. So uh, this dude was on Tucker. He's gonna. He was on there describing his sexual uh, affairs with Barack Obama in Chicago uh, decades ago, uh, before he ran for president. And uh, I clipped a very small portion that I thought was the funniest little bit. It was all over the X verse, formerly known as Twitter. And uh, here we go. So Barack Obama smokes crack, and then you perform yep. all sex on him. <laughs> and like I said, the only reason I had come out in about it is I had reached out to the campaign even in 2007, only because I saw all these kids getting excited about. It. Okay, wait, just so how did that end? Like same way, so you get off, you finish smoking, you leave. Like thanks, bye. <laughs> What did you think of him? I thought he was interesting. Uh, I thought he was definitely a con. But what do you mean by that? Well, in my life at that point, you had you you made it clear I had already been around. Yeah, big time. Yeah, so you know when people are doing things because they actually really enjoy it, or they're sincere, or they're looking, you know, for yeah. a connection, or they're doing something because they're looking for an in or they're looking for a hook or it's a game. Yeah. Uh, so for me, I felt that it was a game for him. It, it was like, okay, what am I going to get out of it? Or is there something I can get out of it other than just, you know, the sexual part. Right. And lucky for me, I wasn't going back to Chicago anytime soon. So it really didn't matter. So you were left with a bad taste in your mouth. Something. (laughs) Tucker, Tucker. you dirty dog, you (laughs) bad taste in your mouth joke. You naughty boy. I like it. Uh, That's all I'm going to do. I don't want to entertain this subject too much. I personally find it to be 
very funny. I don't care if Barack Obama's gay. I can assume we've had numerous gay presidents throughout the history of America. It's oh, just sure they all are. <laughs> probably yeah, most at of least them. Just a little gay. From what I understand, with the skull and bones traditions, uh, there's all sorts of homosexual activities going on with those fellas. And that's just to get in. Just to get in, man. <laughs> no, but I love this story because it's just. And I love that comparison because you guys, you can't tell me this story is just false. Don't even look at it. It's not even worth looking at it. But then E. Jean Carroll, she's, she's about to get $10 million for her story. And there's more, there's, there's, no, there's literally no evidence to this uh, Obama story, but there's more than the E. Jean Carroll, you know? So, and then you can't tell me that we shouldn't listen to this crackhead. Hunter Biden, yeah, no, he's a very credible, outstanding citizen. <laughs> this guy's story hasn't changed. He's been telling the same story for decades. It seems pretty credible. Uh, there's a lot of evidence suggesting that the place and time where he says this happened, you know, lines up. And so, I mean, you look at it, again, you're right on the money. I love the comparison. He has so much more credible evidence of this situation occurring than E. Jean Carroll does of Trump <laughs> ever even being near her with, yeah, seriously. within the store itself, let alone the dressing room. So, I mean, come on, you can't tell me to believe one and not the other. And why are you believing one and not the other? It seems to me you're doing that because of who it hurts. He also, in this uh, interview, claims that there was another young fella that he was familiar with or with, you know, contact with and he was going to go public as well and he ended up being murdered Ooh. you got clinton <laughs> that's right <laughs> shot himself in the face with a shotgun twice double tap shotgun suicide to the face that's right while hanging and uh <laughs> shot himself a third time in the back just to be cl- just just to make sure the clinton suicide it's always the hardest one, that third one. You know, the media loves ripping on Putin. You know, how all the people, the, the old oligarchs, you know, that betray him and everybody, they die by, like, these extreme measures and whatever. But, like, we can't really make fun of all the people associated with the Clintons who have died by really bizarre and mysterious suicides. It's a, it's a crazy list. I know. I don't have a very large list of people who have died by mysterious unsolved suicides. In fact, I'm going to say my list is zero. Yeah, their answer to that when uh, the cook died was, you know, people like Barack Obama, they have a lot of people in their life coming and going. And it's just, you know. <laughs> yeah, like dude's <laughs> name. Before, before your gay lover gets found drowned in the pool. It you know? furthers the mystery of the chef who died in the lagoon outside of Martha's Vineyard um, paddleboarding. You know, a dude who apparently had a lifetime of experience on the water for him to just drown. Very bizarre. Very peculiar. Zero experience swimming with a bullet in his chest, though. That's the right. <laughs> Exactly. I think he was like, try- wasn't he like beaten to death? I feel like this was kind of a Barry exacting his rage on him for telling people about their homosexual liaisons. Maybe that's just how Barry likes it. Oh, Barry likes it rough. I could see that. Absolutely. Yeah. But no, we covered this. He likes to be rough. That's why he's with Big Mike. No, no. Maybe, you know, Big Mike beats him and then he takes it out on his gay lover. <laughs> you know? 
Uh, yes, I do. No, I don't know. Uh, all I do know is that I'm starting to think that these people, these elites, the ones in power, especially the ones in Washington, these are some sick folks, man, and we just got to stop supporting them. Can we get in some f- people who are just not as sick, not as twisted, not as connected? <laughs> like, is it possible? Or is it just so intertwined and so filthy? Is the swamp so thick that we just cannot, on any means, bring in some new blood? No, you can't. They got that. They got that power locked down. That's the problem. The whole well, generation. They won't die. That's right, man. And you definitely can't bring in the young blood because they'll torture it, drink the blood, and stay young forever. Oh, the problem with the young blood is it's vaccinated. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's right. Especially well, the military is vaccinated. Everybody should be nervous about that. I've been preaching this for a while, but. Uh, you know, if you really want to destabilize a country, maybe uh, vaccinate the entire military with the poison shots, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a good idea. What if your whole military has myocarditis? How are you going to defend yourself? Yeah, that should scare everybody. That should give people a little bit of a hair rising on the uh, back of the neck there, potentially. Uh, either way, we were discussing uh, throughout this whole process kind of the political attacks on everybody and uh i had no idea you know this whole thing with trump and and the obsession with his whole uh georgia trial the rico thing it's so absurd and ridiculous and it's still so ongoing that i i find it hard to really follow and i guess yesterday or a couple days ago or last week there was a trial like the first televised trial occurred for it or part of it Something happened, and it was televised. <laughs> no. Did you know about this? No. I had no idea myself. I had, I think it was Friday or something, but it was a big deal to people on the left, apparently, and CNN had uh, Maggie Habershman, Habershman, uh, Haber, uh, Haber Smith, I, I don't know what her name is, uh, Maggie something, she works for the, you know, the Washington Post. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? No idea. Habersmirmish. Uh, so she was uh, Haberman, maybe. And so she was on CNN. And I normally bypass anything with Trump, but I really found this to be absolutely hilarious. They brought her on to uh, describe to the CNN viewers how the MAGA people are feeling right now seeing <laughs> the live coverage for the first time, right? So uh, we're going to have Maggie Habersmirmish. Uh, she's going to... Uh, <laughs> Describe for us the, the feelings of mega country. This is fantastic. It was the first televised hearing in the Georgia case. Um, and I'm wondering what's going on in the minds of Trump people right now. So the Georgia case is disturbing to them on a couple of levels. Number it's one disturbing. is the scope, the, <laughs> the, the sprawl of this. I don't think in Trump's mind this case bothers him. Oh, so she's, she's deep. She's now worse bypassing mega country minds. She's going to go right into the source of the heart of the lion. I mean, the mind of the lion, the Trump. She's going to go right into the mind, tell you what Trump is now thinking inside his mind. That's how, that's how good she knows Trump. Trump's On mind? It. Tread lightly. Very dark waters. <laughs> she, knows, she knows exactly what he's thinking. <laughs> this case bothers him on, on, in terms of facts. <laughs> What's that movie? With Hel- was it Halle Berry? <laughs> I don't know. No, it was like a different... Like, dark but not black chick. 
Where oh, they like oh, no. go inside her, she goes inside the mind of a serial killer. I think you're thinking of Jennifer Lopez potentially. Jennifer Lopez for and sure. And yeah. I can't, I don't know why the, the name of the flick is on the tip of my tongue, but I cannot uh, extract ah, that's what this it. Re- that's what this reminds me of. They're going into the mind of the criminal. Yeah, they go in there and it's all twisted and dark and he's got weird creepy dreams and they're trying to find the hiding place of the girl, right? That he, like, kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, If I remember right. the story. So they're going to go into his mind and tap his dreams and, like, you know, find through his memory hole. It's like Mind <laughs> you know Eraser what? or, like, Splinter. It's got some kind of weird name like that. But Yeah, yeah it was like an insurrection kind of thing. Not insurrection. Uh, inception kind of thing. Yeah, now that I well, now that I said it out loud, I feel like maybe Inception was kind of a ripoff of this uh, J Lo flick that came out in the late nineties. That's exactly what I was getting as you were describing it. I was like, yeah, <laughs> and Inception. I mean, that's a stretch of the imagination. I like that we still have movies where you can you know detach from reality and get into the uh, whole concept of uh, you know getting into people's dreams. But maybe there's a reality to it. Like maybe that's something the CIA can already do. Like tap into your mind while you're sleeping and control your dreams and convince you of things. Yeah, I don't... I don't know, that's kind of what I would see. And I I really wish I could remember the J-Lo. I know it was J-Lo. It was one of her, like, it was like early 2000s, 2002. I don't think it was J-Lo. Look at all these J-Lo movies. Not J-Lo? Out of Sight? The Cell? The Cell, that's the one. Yeah, that's it. Is it? Oh, oh yeah, yeah it's the killer. cell. Yeah, yeah, man, J Lo. So uh, right now, <laughs> yeah. So you could literally just replace serial killer with a uh, Trump, John, Donald Trump, and you, and you get. We're about to take a riveting mind trip into the dark and dangerous corridors of Donald Trump's psyche. <laughs> and St- then you play the clip, <laughs> starring starring Maggie Hammersmith, 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 Hammer. I can't remember her name. Hammerman. This case bothers him on, on, in terms of the facts and the details. The prosecutor bothers him. He has been complaining about Fawny Willis uh, for months and months and months and months, and I think that is only going to continue. Why? As, uh, well, because uh, women in power, among other things, tend to uh, upset him. People who he feels he's under attack from upset him. He has also attacked the male prosecutor, uh, the Manhattan District Attorney. Um, but he has been very focused on her in particular, and this case has gotten to him. Also, don't forget, there's a tape recording of him, or an audio recording of him, in this case too, actually. And that that tends to uh, upset him too. Oh, that was like, did you hear stuff in the background? Yeah, what was that? I don't know. That clipped this from CNN. It's crazy. Oh, he feels he's uh, under attack from upset him. He has also attacked the male prosecutor, uh, the Manhattan District Attorney. Um, but he has been very focused on her in particular, and this case has gotten to him. Also, don't forget, there's a tape recording of him, or an audio recording of him in this case. I can't even concentrate. It's throwing me for a loop. I'm freaking out, actually. I think I was like tripping on that one. Wow. Well, either way, uh, she talks about how Trump uh, can't stand uh, dealing with women. And uh, how he has a huge problem with women. The guy who hires all women to work for him for everything. The guy who took his daughter and put her in, you know. He trust, he's entrusted more of his life to his daughter than any of his idiot sons. Yes. Yeah, seriously. The man literally loves women, trusts women, surrounds himself with beautiful, strong business women. That's his whole thing, man. But then on CNN, he's a rapist. 
And a man who can't stand a woman of power. He can't stand it, dude. It's so crazy. He can't stand a woman of power. That's why he put his daughter in charge of all of his businesses. <laughs> and, like, have you seen the lawyer he's got that's coming out and talking on his behalf lately? It's just some super hot babe of a lawyer. Yeah, you're right. His lawyers are always hot. And, and I mean, Melania isn't just some pushover. That's what I'm saying. She's like a, she was like a world famous model, like, supermodel, dude. Are you kidding me? Like this guy, like loves women that, who that are lady at the climbed top. her way up from the slums <laughs> of like Yugoslavia or whatever. I just do not understand the narrative around Trump and women. It's they they latched onto this one clip, a hot mic from eight years ago, where he talked about. Uh, grabbing women by the pussy because you could do it and they could God. never let it go that he hates women or he's misogynistic and just it, it it is so opposite of their narrative the fact that he's just always surrounded by women constantly and, and for all the talk you guys have yet to prove him wrong grabbed a pussy that he shouldn't have that didn't want him to grab it i mean i don't know actually yeah have we gotten anybody accusing him of doing some inappropriate pussy grabbing just e Jean carroll 20 years ago she can't remember when uh can't remember how or really any details of a rape i know this is, so this is what kills me dude well i remember <laughs> signing the papers for the army like it was yesterday <laughs> I remember the dude who wouldn't let me merge yesterday in traffic. I was still thinking about him today. Today. He kind of he kind of raped you of your time. It felt like a rape job. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> I was victimized. Oh, no. The worst was this fucking bitch. Who's... <laughs> dude, the fucking arrow was long over, and she still goes into the intersection, even though there's nowhere to go because the cross street was gridlocked. Wow. And then she was just in the middle of the intersection, and we, we missed a whole light because that fucking bitch had to sit there. Yeah, that happens all the time. I, uh, I'm not mad anymore these days uh, as I'm cruising around town. Uh, it's the cell phones, people. Put away the cell phones. I just am begging everybody, put it in a pocket, in some little bag, and put it in the trunk when you're getting your car. And just, you know, trust your instincts. Get a map. Oh, my God. You know, if you... People, like, you know, should know where they're going at this point if you've lived in a place long enough. It's, I'm telling you, it's blowing my mind. I literally will just take a... I'll, be, I'll look ahead and see all this traffic. I'll be like, oh, fuck. And I'll just turn, and my GPS will just drop two minutes. And I'm like, well, <laughs> if it's two minutes faster, why didn't you tell me to take the turn? And you knew it right when I made the turn. Like, it's, a, what? it's a scam. It's a conspiracy. The GPS is lying. They're working in cahoots with the uh, gas and oil companies. They want you to sit there in traffic and burn that gas, man. It's to make you move back to the city. They're making it, they're making it impossible to drive far so that you, everybody just gets sick of the traffic. They move back to the city. So I heard a theory that uh, they were jacking up the price on gas and oil just to uh, make a huge profit heading into the Labor Day weekend, and I was curious with you, have you seen now a drop in your gas and oil uh, post-Labor Day weekend? I don't pay for gas, so I don't know. 
That is a life of luxury, people. Aspire <laughs> to be like this man. Gold has dropped here in Colorado. Uh, I would uh, predict that it will continue to drop, and then, uh, you know, eventually we could see gas go back down to what it was Trump era, po- pre-2020 uh, there, right before the election. Uh, good call. And then around December, just bloop. Right back up. Jack that sucker back up again. We got another Nord Stream pipeline situation going on. (laughs) Someone slipped a bomb. God damn it, Russia. (laughs) Who's Putin? Speaking of Putin, man, I mean, with this uh, Ukraine conflict happening, uh, we have to assume to one thing. Ukraine is just getting demolished, right? Oh, absolutely. And pretty absolutely. much anyone who had money or who was of any type of like power or political whatever in Ukraine, they are long gone with their giant bags of cash that they embezzled from the U.S. And uh, it's just the people now just getting pillaged, I, I can only presume. Did you hear about the newest firing? I did not hear about the newest firing. I, he recently fired like a whole group of people, and now I can only assume there's a uh, new group that he just had to get rid of. Corruption, uh, right? Ca- no, Frank, there was some serious corruption. Of course. Especially when, it came to, especially when it came to the money America was sending over there. But don't worry. Don't worry, guys. It was just one guy. And Zelensky fired him, so don't you worry about it. Let's move on to Ukraine. Uh, you guys are going to be amazed. We are now allowed to talk about pervasive rampant corruption at the highest levels in the Ukrainian government. Why? Because Zelensky has now given us permission to do so. Let's go ahead and put this up there on the screen. Uh, the president of, of Ukraine kind of stunning the world by firing the chief defense minister of Ukraine for military graft and corruption. And some of the details that the media has now allowed itself to report on are, you know, just as stunning and are as obvious as people who have been watching this conflict from the day one. They point to the fact that, quote, the removal of the defense minister highlights the enduring challenge of corruption in Ukraine, which has emerged as, quote, a rare area of criticism of Vladimir Zelensky's leadership. Who made that criticism rare? I do wonder about that. It's, of course, these two media outlets who are only doing it after the man has already been fired, or at the very least he offered his resignation. But one of the things that really came out to me, Crystal, was the specificity of the claim. And this claim itself, that shows you how obvious so much more of the corruption that we are overwhelmingly bankrolling here. Let me just read this part, quote. At one point, just this year, $980 million in weapons contracts missed their delivery dates, according to the official government figure. And some prepayments for weapons, quote, vanished into overseas accounts of weapons dealers. Let's be clear. This is your and my money. This is our money, American dollars, taxpayer dollars, of which we have no inspector general and no oversight. Yeah. Nine hundred. At $80 million. We need more money for peace, peace, money, and peace. (laughs) And did you hear that was just one incident this year? Just one incident. Yes. (laughs) We're just sending money to arms dealers, and they're not delivering weapons, and we don't know where the money went. I distinctly remember the pictures from several months ago of uh, people, like women, who were wives of the oligarchs in Ukraine getting caught traveling to Europe with suitcases stuffed with euros and cash. 
<laughs> was it about nine hundred and eighty million dollars? Well, I'm sorry, you know ten percent. Well, go to the big guy. we know where that ten so, percent goes. Yeah, man. That leaves what eighty nine million, eight hundred and ninety million, <laughs> something like that. I'm not too good with the math there, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, dude. This place is uh, super corrupt. There's no doubt. I mean, it. and we're just sending them billions of dollars. No, no strings attached. No questions asked. No accountability required. Just here you go. Fight your war, quote unquote. <laughs> right? I don't know if any Ukrainians are fighting this war anymore. It really does seem like we're fighting this war that, um, you know, wasn't it Tucker? He was over on uh, Adam Carolla's show and he s- made the proclamation he believes that without a doubt we're going to enter into some sort of hot war with Russia. And that it's basically a foregone conclusion. And when a guy like Tucker kind of says that stuff, you know, <clears throat> Tucker is like the definition of controlled opposition. I mean, he worked at CNN. His dad is CIA. Like, the guy has always been in with the machine. So he's probably putting it out there to get kind of people warned or warmed up, if you will, to the idea that we, we're already boots on the ground at war with Russia you know, Ukraine is depleted and destroyed by us claiming we're giving them all these weird ammunitions and super bombs and fighter jets. It's us just basically admitting we're there using this stuff. You know, like... Uh, oh, absolutely. Eventually, news has to break on some level that, you know, we're we're at war with Russia right now. But I mean, come on, dude. How many people does this guy have to fire before we're like, wait a minute, where's our money really going? And, and and everybody around you is stealing money, but Zelensky's not stealing any money? Come on. <laughs> Everybody's stealing money. And what's crazy about this entire war, in my opinion, is something that you brought up way, way, way back when, probably January, February even, that it was revealed that Boris Johnson called off the truce, essentially, between Russia and Ukraine, like 10 months yeah. ago, a year ago even. When did this thing start? Was it... This winter it started, or 2022? No, it was this, uh, it was like February, or no, I don't remember, because remember we had like three months where all they talked about is Putin lining up on the border? Well, I don't know, we just covered this recently with like COVID lockdowns and vaccine card requirements, like we have timed warp, my man, like we... we... Oh, you're right, because we have been over a year. So I feel like... The war, the Ukraine-Russia conflict almost was a way, I, yeah, like, uh, it has to be 2022, right? Because everybody had the shots and how many shots they were getting in their profiles, and then all of a sudden they replaced them with the Ukraine flags. Right. And now nobody, is nobody on Twitter formerly known or formerly now known as X? (laughs) (laughs) I got it backwards. Damn it. <laughs> I don't know, dude. But did you hear about uh, one of Zelensky's uh, famous acts as a comedian? Is this the one where he's dancing on high heels with uh, feminized clothing? No, this is the one where he plays the piano with his penis. Oh, yes, I have seen this one. <laughs> it's very hilarious. It's actually funny. I mean, he's a comedian. Zelensky is an actor. 
I say this to uh, everybody all the time whenever the shit comes up around here. Like, you guys know Zelensky? He's an actor and a comedian. We already gave him his Oscar as role, or for his role as president of Ukraine during the war. I know, it's so crazy. It was literally like they did it right in front of our faces. Sean Penn went over there and gave him an Oscar. And then Sean Penn smelt his Oscar into a bullet and he shot it directly (laughs) at Vladimir Putin. Sean Penn, where is Sean Penn? He hasn't been around in a while. He was such a huge hero for the yeah. battle of Ukraine, and now he's gone, man. And he was going to smelt his award uh, <laughs> and all that stuff. He was a huge Maybe he's, huge uh, fan. he's trying to break out El Chapo so he could catch him again. Oh, good call. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee either him or Ben Stiller plays Zelensky in an upcoming role, like a movie that they're going to make him a hero in or something. <clears throat> And uh, it'll come out after the writer's strike, of course, which you all forgot about. We always all all forget. How could you possibly remember the entertainment? It was garbage, folks. It was total crap. It was terrible. Don't even I guess it would have to be Ben Stiller. He's closer to his age. Well, we're talking all dudes 5'7", right? Oh, yeah. Dude, I got a great list rolling. Have you been compiling uh, as we go through each episode? We. The last 5'7", I have to say, the James Dean, he may be the king of the 5'7s. Oh, the king. I have uh, him know, and DJ good. Khaled. I love that he's 5'7". That's so funny. That's an eclectic group, absolutely. And Lindsey Graham's on there. Lady G. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> the best at being a gay senator. I mean, come on. Yeah, you really are kind of hitting that spectrum. <laughs> he, is the cra- he is the greatest closeted gay. Guarantee you that. You know what I love about Lady G, Lindsey Graham, is he's just been so obviously gay for so long, and uh, we just kind of accepted it as a culture. Like, I think it says more about America, about where he's from, about the Republican Party as a whole, you know? Don't ask, don't tell is a great policy. We used to just not care who you fucked. Yes. Right? Yeah, don't ask, don't tell. Just do a good job as senator. We'll keep voting for you. That's right. Nobody, <laughs> everybody knows Lindsey... Doesn't have to hide it. I mean, his name is Lindsay. Like, come on. Yeah, we used to. Come on. Even your parents, they, they took one look at you. They named you Lindsay. It was God-given. On the... <laughs> they knew what they were doing. That's right, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lady G. And, you know, he's 5'7". Uh, you know, he, he's probably uh, a gentleman when you're around him, right? Probably he's... I, oh, always. I imagine uh, Lindsey Graham gives you that really soft noodle handshake. You know, like oh, he, the no yeah, grip. he like he does the like hand over top but limp. Yes, yes, you know, hand like, over like, limp. Yes, exactly. Like you don't know if you should kiss it or like you're a dude though, right? Well, but he wants you to kiss it. He is Lady G after all. Like he's hoping for the kiss, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh man, I gotta tell you though, man. I'm most on the list. I'm most. I'm probably most proud of Putin. Yeah, Putin. All right, man. That's a, that's a great 5'7 right He's there. He's a powerful 5'7. I'm trying to think who's the greatest 5'7. Like of all time in history? If you go back in time, most people were 5'7. So that's kind of well, like, a skewed what, uh, list, you know what I mean? If you, Even like, I bet you colonial times, like w- probably most of the forefathers, 5'7, 
I can imagine. I bet Ben Franklin was like. Oh, no, uh, they were all six feet. I think like all, every president's been six feet. Oh, I'm talking the dude who signed like the, uh, you know, the Constitution or the Declaration yeah, of Independence. They, they were all tall. All of them, be. huh? You had to be. You had to be statesmanlike, right? Plus, they were all like purists and shit, so they didn't drink and smoke. Oh yeah, six two for uh, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, six two. There you go. John Adams, five seven. Hey, hey! hey! <laughs> all right, man. I think he's he's at the top of your pyramid. There, he's a Mason and Illuminati fellow. Another one. Yeah, man. That's huge, John Adams. Welcome to the club. Of great. Welcome, my man. You finally made it. You finally succeeded in your life. Good job. <laughs> That's right. We would have never known John Adams for anything else. Uh, it's good. Good for him <laughs> to finally accomplish something. You finally did something with your life. <laughs> Ended up being an all right guy. Now the real question though, see, I want to get like a better list because right now I want to do like uh, you know, like who's the best at you know? Because like right now I got Fauci and Putin. Well, who's the greatest murderer? Of the five seven, right? So you want like um, the most evil cat in the world at five seven? I bet you Genghis right. Khan was five seven. No, he had to be shorter than that. Genghis Khan, mass murderer, super ruler, dude who's impregnated like you know thousands of people, and probably were all genetically you know connected to on some level. I could see him being five seven. You know, one of the greats. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a five seven seven. You know. He definitely could have the other dimension. The five, seven, and the seven. Oh my god, no way. Do we have another five, seven jackpot? I'm not, I'm not even making this up. Several, several historians place him between five, six, and five, eight. <laughs> no! I'm not even joking. Wow, so 5'7 is the height if you want to rule the world. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. So this is what we need to do for America, folks. If we want to right this ship and get on the right path here, we need to elect a president who's 5'7. Well, how tall is Ron DeSantis? No, that would be Mike Pence. No, Mike Pence. No <laughs> yeah. way. There's no way Mike Pence is 5'7. Did we cover that? I think we did. That'll, oh, no, he's 5'10". That'll absolutely blow my mind. No, Ron DeSantis strikes me as a 5'7". There's no doubt. Well, you know who's actually, they say, did you see that whole, like, poll that came out? So they put, like, uh, they did, like, this poll, Biden versus each Republican candidate. And the one who did the best, by far, the, one, the only one who really blows away Biden was Nikki Haley. I told you Nikki Haley's a good, uh, she's, Trump's going to use her as the VP. Nikki Haley, 5'7". There you go. There's something evil about this number. There's height. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. She's 5'6". Uh, she's a woman, so I could give her that one inch. Well, she you know? probably wears a lot of heels. There you go, my man. Uh, Typically ro- yeah. roaming around the streets at the 5'7 level. But I definitely think we should start basing it off of that. You, you see a 5'7 candidate, they should get your vote. I'm thinking Ron uh, DeSanctimonious might be the 5'7 club. No, he's way too tall. Really? He looks kind of short out there. You can just tell with the suit sometimes, you know? He's definitely. Oh my god! Vivek! 5'7. 5'7. Of course. Ramishwami. Ramishwarma. (laughs) It's making me hungry already.
Let's vote in that uh, Rama Shwarma guy. The Rama Dama Lama Ding Dong. No, I didn't yeah. know I was voting for him. I was trying to order a Shwarma wrap. <laughs> That's right. In the modern era, especially after they lock us down and we can just vote digitally through our phones, you're just ordering a Shwarma and you put your vote for the third party. <laughs> Vivek sh- Shwarma Shwarmi. Shwarma Shwarmi. Ram or shwarmy, I don't care how you make it, just give me it. (laughs) Can you just add some extra tzatziki, please? Thank you, phone. (laughs) That's the problem. Yeah, that's crazy. Problem with the AI of the future, right? They want us all to be talking to our own Jarvis, but, you know, what if Jarvis doesn't understand? You end up uh, (laughs) voting for uh, Ram or shwarmy. Okay, so listen, they're putting Ron DeSantis at 5'9", but they're also putting him at 154 pounds. This thing is not. I don't buy it. That man is Uh, not 5'9". No way. And 154, in which gay cowboy boot? (laughs) (laughs) Which one of your white boots are we talking here, Ronnie boy? The sanctimonious. Oh, yeah, dude. All right, 5'9". I'm not buying it. I I smell a 5'7 in this fella. I think he wears the uh, the lifts. He is a Navy SEAL. Good call. No, was he? No. He was JAG. He was... JAG, that's what I was thinking of, JAG. And he served, uh, you know, he, he, you know, I believe. He did something. I don't know about, uh, I got, I saw something about DeSanctus, uh, today, actually. He's, he's hitting the scene hard with the, uh, anti-COVID lockdown talk, which I believe was his strongest hand. And so the harder they go into this lockdown thing, that could be a big play for him Whoa. going into 2024. Like, he, he could be the anti-Trump, the anti-Biden, the anti-lockdown, anti-vaccine. Like, he could be the guy. If they go all in on a COVID 2.0, uh, you know, we, we could easily see a major boost for uh, DeSanctimonious because he was the only guy who stood against the vaccine mandates and the lockdowns. I didn't even think about that. You're right, dude. If they bring, they start bringing back these masks, like they are. He just retooled I'm his them, team. Dude. I'm telling you, man. I saw about a dozen people today wear masks. I got boots on the ground. Report. Emma was at the airport today. She's visiting the family uh, last minute over the weekend, and she texted me lots of masks today. Oh, I told you. Did I not text you that today too? It's the sheep. You sheep are scared. We played a clip of Fauci having to sweat his nuts off defending masks <laughs> to, to CNN and Smirkonish. Uh, uh, did you see the one by the third grade class <laughs> at the science fair? Said the mask of 95 is the best. It blows my mind. Even CNN is saying the masks don't work. There are countless, endless studies over the last several years that are saying these things not only didn't work, they were harmful for people to wear all the time. And I can't believe the idiots out there are reading the stupid articles and seeing CNN talk about, on the other side, you know, Jake Tabber's like, oh, COVID's back, and everyone's like, oh, I better mask up now. <laughs> Idiots! Sheep! You're freaking sheep! COVID's back? Is this variant a one-masker or a two-masker? <laughs> I don't know. I live with my grandma. <laughs>